We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So we've got one of our favorite guest hosts in. New mom, Brittany, is in hanging out with us today. <laughs> Brittany. Oh, my God, I'm a mom. How weird is that? It's awesome. That's so weird. If it's, I'm going to... I'm going to take your word for it. Right? (laughs) I got to bring her in. I got to bring her in. Julia has been telling me that this whole time. Oh, yeah. She wanted me to bring her in like when she was like three days old. No. (laughs) Don't listen to Julia about stuff like that. I never do. Yeah. No, no, no. COVID is still going around. I know. Well, luckily I got vaccinated and had COVID while I had her. So she's got immunity. She's more immune than most. She's been, uh, yeah. Yeah, well, so that's good, congrats. but yeah, no, I was, Julie's like, she needs to get in, and I go, we have plenty of time to meet Margot. I know, and she's, it's funny, because like... That's she, what photos are for. Right, <laughs> and she gets more and more fun as she gets a little bit older oh, yeah. for, but... Because um, is she six weeks? Yeah, she'll be, well, no, she won't be six weeks till Saturday, but yeah. Look at you putting yeah, wow. on your grown-up radio pants and coming to work. I know, well, they're definitely <laughs> still my maternity pants, <laughs> just if you're wondering. <laughs> Oh yeah, no, I I I remember learning about that. that yeah, like, the stomach doesn't just disappear. You think it would, and so you're very disappointed. But you know, you just feel different. Um, there's a lot of things you learn too. Like, you, like you, at some point you go, "Wow, we have a lot in common." Me and Margot, like we're both in diapers and we're at right. home. Like that's not what I was planning, <laughs> planning on. That's yeah. awesome. So there's oh, that. Oh my gosh. Oh, I love how you share everything. It makes it's, it so much yeah. more fun. It's bad. So good. <laughs> All right, well, I want to just take a minute to um, honor two notable lives, Brittany. Mm -hmm. Um, Yesterday, you might have missed a ball of fire, uh, the story about Betty Rowland, the last living legend of the burlesque day. She was 106. Oh, my gosh. I know. So we remembered her yesterday. We remembered... uh, Woody Woody Williams, the last um, National Medal of Honor winner from World War II, passed away. And now today we've got two other people who lived amazing lives. First, we're going to remember Willie Morrow. And you're like, well, we don't know that name, but Willie Morrow was a black hairstyle innovator and he invented the Afro pick. Really? Yeah, he passed away at the age of 82. He was a pillar of the black community in San Diego. He he was he died at home with his family around him and he's credited as the inventor of the Afro pick. He's also known as a pioneering stylist of black hair. His California curl style was a precursor of the world conquering Jerry curl. Okay. Okay, and Heck yeah. He parlayed his cornerstone role as a barber into a business that included a radio station, 
XHRM, a newspaper, the San Diego Monitor. And he just believed in community. So as he made money, he wanted to buy things. And he uh, uh, moved from Alabama to San Diego because of the military bases there. Yeah. Oh, wow. And uh, is an opportunity to flourish anytime there's a base around, a big base. You've got Navy. Mm-hmm. What else is in uh, Pendleton? Is that? Yeah, our, that's just north. It's a little, bit a little north, north, north of San Diego, just just out of, uh, but right before San Clemente. It brings a lot of businesses in. So yeah. he knew that there would be Yuma. all these African-American military personnel, and he really believed that there wasn't going to be any people, you know, not very many people would know how to style the hair. So he turned this black hair care, you know, company into this tech design industrial that's, giant. That's ingenious because you get, you know, and and the and the military hired him to teach barber shop classes. Yes, on base and to cut servicemen's hair on bases. And they would have barbers that could be in war zones. That's awesome. That's ingenious. Yeah. He was really smart and innovative. Also, on top of that, you would get, you know, uh, wives of military. So you were dealing with, you know, yes. these wives that need people with specialty hair or, you know, the ability to do that kind of hairstyle. Yeah. I he, think that's ingenious to follow that. He was very, very smart. He yeah. was. And his daughter wrote in his obituary, thank you, San Diego, for giving an Alabama boy the reality of dreams Fulfilled wow. Willie L. Morrow, a man whose life needed neither introduction nor exit, the great San Diego craft craftsman, left pieces of himself with his beloved community, all the memories in people's hearts. That's Love really cool. Aww. That is such a cool story. Isn't that that is cool. A cool. Yeah, pretty that, cool. Adventure. And ahead of his time. I don't want to say ahead of his time, but just like such a unique way to, he, to yeah. take advantage. He was on top of it. On top he of was it, like yeah. thinking, I'm going to leave Alabama where nothing's going on yeah. except a whole lot of maybe prejudice or being relegated to just certain kind of jobs yeah. and yeah. I'm going to San Diego because there's a Navy base, right? a Marine base. Yeah, you got Air Well, you have the Air Force. Air Force. Right? Yeah, you got everything. Right? I mean, wow. yeah. Cool. So He was on top of it. He was on top of it, Willie L. Morrow. So, all right, well, we're not going to have time to get to my other uh, notable life, maybe later in the show, but this was somebody who gave a gift to the neighborhood via her garden. So Is this from Minnesota? Yeah, Marge Hall. Oh, yeah, we'll have to definitely yeah, talk we'll about Yeah, we'll talk it. about her later. Okay, listen, we'll be right back with Brittany's Random Thoughts. <laughs> you know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's Random Thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. That's all it is. Just random. Oh, I miss that. <laughs> I know it. I was just showing um, Brittany my pam. I'm wearing Pamela today because I have hair. flat, dirty hair. Oh. And by the way, her calling her hair flat is hilarious because yeah. it's got like volume galore. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I need one. I need from Creative Hair Solutions. Thirty dollars for this beautiful little. That's what, I was so scared ponytail. when I asked you the price. I was like. I want. I just want to throw one in and be yeah. glamorous. Oh, you could get a glamorous ponytail for your hair. Can I get like an Ariana Grande giant yes. one? <laughs> yes, and then I want you to have a baby at the breast Duh. and then a ponytail over the other boob. Done. 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 Yeah. Insta. <laughs> Here I come. <laughs> you're gonna want to follow. Yeah. And you're gonna also want to unfollow me. <laughs> right. Because okay. the baby would be covering your nipple. Yeah. No, I know. I mean. I yeah. think I think I think this plan is foolproof. I yeah. think this will be my this will be our Christmas card. <laughs> 
<laughs> and maybe Justin's hand could cover something. The too. other, the other boob. Yeah, 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 like yeah. A Janet Jackson, yeah. Rolling yeah. Stone. Yeah, he needs to get involved. Yes, that's true. Uh, okay, speaking of epic duos, we've got um, an escape that happened at a zoo in Baton Rouge. Oh. There was this beautiful little Joey, like a baby kangaroo named Baxter. He was hanging out in his enclosure, and somebody helped him escape. And this was Thor. Wow. Thor is a parrot that is just allowed to be loose around Fly the around. <laughs> They had this, like, fun relationship. They said that they kept kind of, like, hanging out. And one day, Thor just opened up Baxter's cage. Cage. And so that's how he got out. Now they're, like, trying to figure out how... Where did he go? No, like, they found him. Oh, they did? Yeah, they found him, but they're like, okay, we gotta figure out how to make sure Thor doesn't keep opening up Baxter's cage, and I think that's... Well, it's called taking one of those metal twisty things in a plier <laughs> and doing that to wherever it is that the bird Zip knows tie. how. To, yeah, thank oh, you. Yeah, there this we is, go. This same yeah. thing. Hannah. It's pretty bad when I know the mechanical <laughs> solution to True. this. Gosh. You know, you need to get in. You need to get in touch with Baton Rouge. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh, when I had a cat grow, or the cat that um my roommates all hated because we had to put safety kid locks on all the drawers. Because he could open all the doors? Because he open up all the cabinets and drawers. Seriously yeah. annoying. It was seriously annoying. Mm-hmm. They were very over it by the time we left. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my fault. Can you oh, catch yeah. I, I have questions, yet I'm going to refrain from asking. Thank you. <laughs> um, even though those follow-ups I could probably help you with. All right. We were talking about this. We've got a new fashion Barbiecore is here and it's it's rocking it. So we know that the new Margot Robbie Barbie movie looks amazing. We've seen so many photos and it's a lot of pink. It's a lot of pink. And that's kind of what they're leaning into fashion. Yeah, it's like pink on pink on pink. It's the idea. I mean, just think of any Barbie. And I mean, I think you're even your Pamela hair could fit in nicely. Very much. I could wear all pink and then I'd be Barbiecore. You'd be Barbiecore. And they talked about you know, the origins of Barbie, which is always super fun because uh, it was created to have this uh, idea that she wasn't just fashionable. She was a role model. And now at this point, so she started well out with the iconic swimming suit, the black and white one piece. Yep. Yep. And a high ponytail with a fringe bang and gold hoops, mm-hmm. black pumps. Well, now she's got over one billion looks over uh, with like over 200 outfits that, that have represented her fictitious personas, different career paths, um, you know, anything from nurse to astronaut, Air Force pilot and beyond. Yeah. So uh, it's pretty fun. Barbie core. It's not just only pink on pink. Sometimes you're going to get the oversized accessories. Oh. Um, the high ponies are is pretty clutch. I mean, I think of, uh, you know, Legally Blonde. Exactly. Reese Witherspoon is Barbie core. Betsy Johnson is definitely going to, you're going to grab yeah. some accessories from them. So mm-hmm. jump on it. Okay. Pink on pink works I'm too. I'm sure there was a guy that showed up at the Met, at the Met Gala. I think it's... Uh, I don't know if he's, yeah, maybe the Mandalorian. Anyway, he wore a big pink puffy jacket. Oh, yeah. And then pink, he wore all pink. It was the guy who played in Tom and Pammy, whatever that guy's name is. Yeah, was. yeah, I don't know his name, but I know exactly. Sebastian Stan. Stan. Yeah. yeah. He was yeah. in Barbie Corps. And, You're right. And I like that all pink thing on him just because it was so different, and I am a fan of a puffy coat. Me too. Even in May in New York. Right, I mean, yeah. well... All rules are off when it comes to, to the Met Gala. Yeah. And yeah. and also 
people that don't deal with different weather, they always are wearing like jean jackets. It's so funny when you watch reality TV and you see people wear like in LA wearing like a puffy coat and you're like, Wendy, would you need that? But well, you'd be surprised. You need it in January. Yeah, you do need it sometimes. I've, I have frozen in LA. I've been, I don't, and they, people in LA can't handle it. When it rains. I know. On the East Coast, people always want to tell you how long it took them to get there with the, you know, their their transportation in the Midwest. We talk about the weather. On the West Coast, they totally will go crazy if there's rain or the winds. You know what I think the funniest flex in the world is? Mm -hmm. When you make good time on a road trip. Ah. True. Isn't yeah. it the funniest thing that like, yeah. my parents always would say, like how they would brag about how they barely stopped. Well, we made great time. Right. Yeah. That, that's like, a very that's a Midwest thing. I it's think a huge flex because like, on the East Coast they'll flex and like tell you, you know, oh, I took two trains. The 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 subway line I was on broke down. You know, they'll like do opposite, all, yeah. all this stuff about how long it took them and how many different modes of transportation <laughs> if you're going out to the Hamptons or Fry. It's, yeah, yeah it my parents a- drive up from Florida every year oh, God. Um, and they'll always be like, my mom will be like, oh, we made it and this time we didn't stop. I go, mom, you need to stop. Stop. Stop at a place. Sleep over somewhere. Enjoy some biscuits right? and gravy at Stuckey's. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Wander around the shopping at the Cracker Barrel. I'm the worst because I want to pee every two hours at least. Yeah, um, I, I think it's good. I think so too. Yeah. Okay, there's this new TikTok trend, which is causing... Uh, Are you doing it? No, I'm not doing it because I'm not a teen boy. So <laughs> good <these> answer. <laughs> Yes, I, I think we can definitely say that is true, Brittany. You are not a teen boy. Sometimes you think like a teen boy, which I appreciate in, of your mind. No problem. So teen boys are doing this weird where they're going to the new Minions movie. And I guess in the Minion movie, the one of the kids wears a suit. And so they've decided one of the big things they're doing is all these teens are dressing up in suits, like very fitting suits. And showing up and going to this mini movie and the the theaters at first were pumped about it. Then they realized that they're a little too um, rowdy during the movie. So now some uh, movie theaters, as soon as they see groups of more than like two or three teen boys in suits, they actually won't sell them tickets. Really? Because they're making noise or getting yeah. rowdy and they're disturbing the movie. Yeah. They're acting like the people in the movie that yeah. are wearing the suits. Exactly. Yeah. And here's the thing too. It's like, I'm shocked because, you know, with movie theaters wanting to make sure people come back to the theaters, mm-hmm. I would think they'd be elated about this. Like, maybe you yeah. just set up, like, here, mm-hmm. this is the... This. You know what? The number one thing that bugs people are, are people disrupt. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. 
Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Opting a movie. Oh, yes. I agree. But I'm saying, like, the movie theater should jump on this and say, this day, we're yeah. doing the suit day. Oh, yeah. good call. Yeah. yeah. Because, like, that's still revenue. Um, but I'm with you. I can't stand it. <laughs> and like, you know what? I get it. I'm Can a millennial. Do you think that you, okay, I think Julia and I have had beef about this for years. Oh, no. I think that you, it is acceptable to talk through the ads and talk, whisper yeah. through the trailers. Agreed. Yes. And then when the whatever, da, 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 you know, when it starts, then I stop. A thousand percent. She said you have, you can't even talk during the trailer. No. She is so She's bossy. wrong on that. Well, on that. yeah, she okay, is so, I mean, what? A, because no, no. you got to say, do you want to see that? Exact yes. thumbs up, thumbs down. That's, that's like 90% of the movie, the movie theater yeah, yes. and you're going to give your. Oh, for okay, sure. I'm right. with you on that. And Me also, too. like, you can sneak out and pee. That's when you can open yes. your snacks. I feel like Milk Duds with the popcorn. Yes, go get them, Casey. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We've decided. Yes, 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 I'm into that. All right, uh, Brittany, thank you thank for your very welcome. Even though we always go off in a tailspin. It's the whole point. It is the whole point. We are delighted because I don't know how it's getting to be uh, July 8th, but that's coming Friday night. Mary Jane Alm, who's giving us an evening of Emmy Lou Harris, is joining us. Hello, Mary Jane. Hi, Hi. thanks for having me. You're so welcome. Oh my gosh, we were listening to so many emmy lou harris songs today getting ready to talk to you because really i don't think i i probably read dirt girl when she came out with that album like early 2000 and it just got rave reviews and i remember that's like the last time i get and then i just you know move on to other music but you forget like how many amazing songs emmy lou harris has written and covered I know that's, I, I think that, you know, you're like a lot of people. There's a lot of people that don't, you know, actually really, you know, know a lot of her stuff because she didn't really have big, like number one hit songs. And this is what's so interesting to me because she just has amazing records and she won 14 Grammy Awards and a Lifetime Achievement Award and and you know the country music hall mm-hmm. of fame and she just people just love her songs and she picked great songs and she wrote great songs and i love the one you were just playing poncho and lefty and i love that one. Oh, you do <laughs> oh my gosh and it was it was one of the most requested songs that we didn't do the last time we did this show so are you doing we it worked it up and we're doing it so yeah it, it it's kind of um you know, amazing. Like we listened to uh, "Together Again," which was Emmy Lou Harris's first country song, and that's a yeah. Buck Owens ballad. I know. She, um, you know, she introduced me. I, w- I, I started listening to her when I was first starting to sing, and I loved that she and Linda Ronstadt were best friends because, of course, I love. Linda Ronstadt. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I tell people those two singers that it's the reason I sing mm-hmm. because I just wanted to be a part of those amazing songs. And um, I started doing Emmy Lou songs when I was first starting out. And so it's really fun for me to revisit some of those songs and do some songs that I've done in my band throughout the years and then do a bunch of new ones that I've always wanted to sing. So 
these songs um, just mean so much to me, and they're so dear to my heart. I'm just so excited and honored that I get to do this a whole night of Emmy Lou Harris. <laughs> I know it. And I think that, you know, people can kind of grow, oh, you know, I'm I'm going to make all my music plans, you know, like after the 4th of July is over, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, this weekend now is the 4th of July. This would have been the weekend that maybe you would have gone to the Basilica Block Party, you know, because you, right. you could go to an evening of Emmy Lou Harris Friday night at Chan. Or you can do um, the music of Gladys Knight on Saturday night, you know, with uh, Ms. Arnise. Right. You guys, I mean, the Chan just does that Fireside concert series is 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 so fun to just, you know, get into. And you sound so much like Emmy Lou Harris. My God. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Thank you. You do. That's Be- a big compliment. I mean, because of and the I- band that you have. Oh my gosh, the band is amazing. I I feel like I I'm so lucky. I've got just the best players around. I have Richard Crean, who played um, mandolin and fiddle on a Prairie Home Companion mm-hmm. for years, and he he sings too. And um, Boyd Lee, who is with me on a lot of shows, um, acoustic guitar and vocals, and Dan Neal, who's the perfect guitar player brian peters guitar and steel he's been with me for like over 40 years and uh same with dick shopto the bass player and then ben kaplan on drums and he's in our rumors and dreams show and our wild angels show and just fantastic people yeah no so i mean that the and the the acoustics in that room i mean this would just be really such a Fun night out, and if you just were like, "Oh, I forgot how much I loved Emmy Lou Harris," or you go down the rabbit hole like I did on YouTube today, Grant and I were just in there listening to all these songs, um, just going, "Oh yeah, I forgot about that. I forgot about that." Yeah. You know, yeah. and you know, even I tell people, even if you don't know Emmy Lou or you don't know the songs, you will still love this show because they're just. It's such great songwriting. Yeah, that's um, true. You know. Yeah, I mean, two more bottles of wine. I mean, Delbert McClinton, you know. I know. (laughs) And she's got all these great duets with, um, like, Rodney Crowell and... um, and Mark Knopfler from the Dire Straits, and yeah. we we do a bunch of those, and that's really fun. So, Mary Jane, how many songs will you do at at an evening of Emmy Lou Harris? Well, when I first did the set list, it was it was about forty songs. That was my <laughs> dream, and, and and I was told, nope. No. <laughs> you got to cut about half of those. So it'll be, a, you know, 21 or 22 songs. Wow. And it's really hard to, you know, I, I apologize right off the top. I'm sorry if I don't do your favorite Emmy Lou song yeah. because there's just too many, so many great songs. You can't get them all in. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that that absolutely is true. Now, do you you don't come on stage with, you know, I think if there's anyone in show business, music business, I don't know a woman who has silvery gray hair better than Emmy Lou Harris. My lord, oh, no. she's goals. She, yeah. She's she's still, I mean, she just is so beautiful. She's 75 years old. Yeah. And she still sounds amazing and looks amazing and 
Um, she was our I'm, first I'm just, um, gray, like silver icon. I mean, Brittany, you got to look up Emmy Lou Harris, what she looks like right now. But she was the first woman that I remember that was known who just was like, screw it. I'm not coloring my hair anymore. I'm, <laughs> my grandmother had great, you know, but it's, she's got the right, like she's one of these lucky people that grays nice instead of like grays like old, like dirty rags of urine. You know, <laughs> we don't like that look. <laughs> no, your hair is stunning. Stunning. And, you know, like I would dye my hair this color. I'm, I'm probably not going to do the gray hair thing. Yeah, I know you're not. <laughs> <laughs> you know. I'm not crazy. <laughs> no, but I mean, she looks so fantastic in it. She does. She's so beautiful. Does she ever tour anymore? Or does she just kind of record? Because I know she's done the things with Dolly and, you know, she'll show up on shows. But I think she's just like, it feels to me like, you know, it's too much work or something. She's having more yeah. fun being at home. I don't think I don't think she tours anymore. Mm-hmm. And. And that's the, you know, the beauty of, you know, doing shows like this is that people can still come and hear, yes. you know, this music done live, even though it's not her. You we sound so that, much you know, like her. Really like it. And, yeah. And they'll, they'll, you know, they'll definitely pick up on the passion that we have for this music. Yeah. So, and do you um, tell stories about the songs that you sing? Oh, yeah. You do? I love to talk. Okay. <laughs> So um, I've got so many stories and, you know, some some stories about, you know, her history and her career and then some stories about her love life, which Ooh. is really fun. Yes. And um, <laughs> I love to tell these stories and people seem to really like that. We haven't done this show in about a year and a half, okay. almost two years. So that's that's um, wonderful. I'm glad that you're doing it again. If you want tickets, it's this Friday, July 8th. It's um. Uh, the show's at uh, 8 o'clock, and um, you go to ChanhassenDT.com and have an evening of Emmy Lou Harris. You can get some drinks and a bite to eat in the pub, the Brindisi Pub right next door, so you don't even have to go two places. I know. You know, it's that's fantastic. Kind of, it's it, a great place to go and hear music. Yeah, it really is. So that would just be like a, a really fun night, and... And uh, we really appreciate that you could take the time and get people excited about, uh, you know, coming and listening to your beautiful voice, singing all the wonderful songs that you can fit in of Emmy Lou Harris. Thank you. Thank you so much. And thanks so much for having me on this afternoon. I really Oh, yeah. It. No problem. Again, um, Mary Jane Alm, she's got an incredible band playing at the uh, Fireside Theater at the Chan. It's Friday night. That's July. So that's a couple of days. And um, it shows at 8 o'clock. Go to ChanHassenDT.com. We'll be right back. Brittany, I know you're going to be able to Hollywood speak. No problemo. And I'm even going to give you a Real Housewives of Beverly Hills apology. Okay? God. So, um, even between episodes, the ladies of Beverly Hills are battling it out. And apparently on tonight's episode, uh, which we've seen sneak peeks of, basically because the women are all doing Instagram posts 
apologizing, not apologizing. There's so much talk on social media before this episode airs. There is more drama going on during the show, like real time, than the actual show at this point. But So the Hollywood speak, do are... Are these ladies really nervous about tonight's episode? And uh, should we be excited? <laughs> we should be excited. And um, yes, they are. I mean, the the layers behind this have been, there's things that you're, I'm mortified by the human race. And there's things I'm like, yes, please. Mm-hmm. Um, we see that Erica does curse out Garcelle's son. And, you know, I think it was in her mind, funny i don't think she was actually saying to this poor young boy and i also think she thought he was older than he was i'm gonna give her that i'm i'm not i'm saying it was I'm terrible giving her that. i'm giving her poor taste i would never okay. do it myself yeah, i would yeah. never say is that he too. Four, is he a 14 year old kid yes okay. and, and i think she was talking to the older son for a while and joking with him probably making uncomfortable uh, very about wanting to get in his pants which, which that is, it was even worse to me like <laughs> I mean, and, and then, he's 30. Yeah, but, but still, it was so awkward. You can't hit up on your. And she's just got that smoker voice and she's I would do things to you. And you're like, I just it makes your skin crawl. And you know what? I he is not interested. No, none. I mean, it's like talking to your mom's older friend. Yeah. Who's wasted. Um, right. And, and I think it was absolutely inappropriate okay. what she said to this younger son. But we but, haven't seen it yet. Yes. We don't know even the context of okay. why. But then I'm telling you that there's this other thing going on. So people are so mad that there was a clip of Kyle and Dorit and their husbands joking about this, saying like, well, kind of laughing about it. Like they did when they laughed about, um, what was the funny thing they laughed about? They laughed about, well, Erica Jane's, you know, whole situation last year. Oh, the many stories of Tom falling out of the car. Well, that was funny. And with the with the drive and the the whole long, you know, elaborate. That was hysterical. That saved Piquet last year. But now they film them talking as a foursome and it doesn't sound good. It doesn't sound good. And so now people are going after Kyle's youngest daughter, Portia, being like, that's what I'm saying. Like, there is a backlash that's bigger than the actual event where they're saying, how would you like it if I said, you know, this and this to you? So that's where I'm telling you some we, we need to recorrect. And we don't need to recorrect as hard as we think we're doing right now. Right. And maybe let's not have um, a social media frenzy. I know. But how do we not have a... Okay, the women themselves are doing this social exactly. media frenzy. And then Kyle put out... Oh, my God. I have so much backstory. Oh this is me looking at things while okay. I'm pumping because I can do okay, nothing. But I love it. I can do nothing. So then there's even more. Kyle put out an apology on Instagram without... Before the episode's even aired. Before we're talking about... like She put this out like two days ago without saying I'm sorry at all in it. Oh, that's classic Kyle. Classic Kyle. And so then people are going for her throats. And the only reason I think she actually put even anything out is because this whole Porsche got in the mix. And I think a big part of it is they're going to, she's going to blame it saying, I can't control what my husband and, you know, PK say all this stuff. You know who's going to be happy about all this is Diane Jenkins. Oh, who's yeah. Out of the hot seat. Because there's all kinds of little, I think she's going to be a one and done housewife. Her, her her beverage company, she just had to pay five hundred thousand to the state of California for lying. Yeah, same thing that Goop had to do. So they're on yeah. the same level. Her whole sketchy possible history as maybe being a 
um, a broker, yeah. a broker in helping models meet rich men, mm. whatever we're calling that yeah. now. I'm using broker very lightly, but I feel like she is uh, going to be a one and done housewife. It's wild to me that people will go on these shows that have that have to this, hide. this. She has so much to hide. It sounds like she's got like such a there's so many path. blind items about her. I know, and then it's like. But the, you know what? Mm. We can. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Album, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Never, ever underestimate people's ego. I guess. We can never do that. That's I think, the Hollywood speak on that. There I think, you go. I think, I think even my you know years in different radio stations is what we should always learn is like, you would be shocked at people's egos. Ego. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. So, thank well, you for letting uh, me spew out a lot of information well, about that drama. That was very good because, I mean, it, we have not really had this kind of spillover back and forth among several of the women before the episode even aired. I would say the only thing that came close to this, this maybe the Erica trial going on, yeah. but the, or the Jen Shaw thing what was yes, kind of you know real it. time before it happened. We saw it go and play then out. Lisa Rinna, you know, I mean, the, the ladies saying, from Dubai put her in her place last week. Oh, yeah. I was very happy about that. And then she's saying that the reason that she wrote that was she was just, uh, you know, uh, blaming it on with her mom dying and like she was out of her mind when Lois died. It Where was, just, was this sympathy for Lisa Vanderpump after her brother took his life? I mean, remember that so, when, Lee, yes. when Lisa Vanderpump was trying to like get out of Puppygate and just say, you know, between the death of my grandma, whoever, she had like yeah. two deaths very close together. Yeah, and Lisa Rinna just looks so just astance. own it, just, just own, own it. it, just own it. So, all right, well, I can't wait to see Beverly Hills. I'm tonight. so excited for today. Okay, James Cameron, and this is what he has to say about Avatar. He said, I can almost write this part of the review. And then he goes, the agonizingly long three-hour movie. It's like, give me a bleep and break. I've watched my kids sit and do five one-hour episodes in a row. <laughs> <laughs> He's like preparing for the worst. Or is he, he really is. is. He doesn't want to hear our whining. He just, he's letting the critics know. Like, I know it's long. I'm fine with it. Yeah. Shut up. He seems very sensitive about I, it. I, he I, wants I, everyone to shut up about that part. He's anticipating it. He really this. is. He's like me before a first date. I know this person's going to hate me. Yeah, I know it. I know it. I know it. Oh my gosh. Yeah, he's wow. I didn't. I would, would think he'd have a little bit more thick skin than that. Than mm-hmm. like prepping them. Yeah. Now, Chloe um, Kardashian. Um, I don't know if Tristan Thompson dug this up or the New York Post dug this up, but you can't even enjoy the uh, rumor that she might have a new uh, boyfriend and his name isn't Tristan Thompson. Somebody went and dug up a seriously bad costume idea. Oh, no. But we didn't have the internet in 2003, and I know because Julia and I were on the air and we were still going to Schinders to buy magazines. (laughs) But she dressed up on Halloween and went to a party, I think in Las Vegas, and I guess she's dressed up as a pimp, but she's got four black women in, in bustiers and underpants 
with chains around their neck, and ultimately she's holding them on leashes. Oh, no. Oh, yes. How old was she then? Well, 2003, do the math. She's 38. What's this is 38 minus 2022? Oh, 38 my God. minus 2022? Oh, no, excuse me, 2003. 2003 you guys, I don't know even how to do this math. This is so bad. 2003 to 2038 would be 35. No, 2022, excuse me. Oh. So, whatever. It's like, I think she might be 19. 20. 19, yeah. 19, and the internet wasn't around, but someone has dug up the photos. Yeah, I mean, it's a problematic photo. I think we also... I don't know. But she doesn't even look like her. And the other obvious answer is, why would anyone have even in 2003 said, oh, that's a great idea for a Las Vegas party Halloween costume? There's so many. It's just bad. I mean, it's not great. (laughs) It's not great. And she was just trying to enjoy, you know, the story. Her mom got out there about her new She's in the throes of a new romance. You know what, though? That family, nothing sticks to them. I, it's true. Just call them butter. Nothing yeah. sticks to them. You, they, it's not a big deal. Like, they, they have literal, like, I mean, I still can't believe that we're over, you know, the astro world thing. How, how quickly that just dissipated. Yeah. So, well, you know, his two, his, he was going to be on something, Grant, wasn't he? Um, and that got canceled. Mm-hmm. It did. What was it? it? He. I don't know if it was a tour. He was going to be asked to something big, and then they retracted it. Yes, they did. But I can't remember I what can't it remember is. Yes, if it you're was right. Lollapalooza or no? Yeah. It was. It was, it was oh, another it festival. But yeah. anyway, we were kind of surprised that he'd booked something because we're like, oh man, you know. I mean, we think we'd take a longer break or pause or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I think you'd, your career would be done. I it's think you would yeah. be done, done, donezo. But since you're attached to the Kardashians, I don't. Th- I mean, I think he has got and ego, as you said earlier, ego. and um, you know, and he probably really does love making music, and he is good at it. But he, you know, I hope he's in counseling because I know, right? Coachella, like Coachella. He was removed he was from Coachella, Coachella in 2022. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.